Hey there, Pure Report listeners, Rob Ludeman here. Coming up, great episode with Stan Unitsky, one of our senior technical marketing engineers. We're talking about Pure One and drilling into VM analytics, a great capability built into Pure One to allow you to see multiple layers of the stack where your virtual machines are running, giving you performance analysis, letting you know how things are mapped. Great functionality. He provides a great overview and dives uh, to the right depth of uh, of knowledge around what you need to know around VM analytics. So um, check that out. He was super engaging, super knowledgeable uh, around Pure One and around the VM analytics topic. Um, beyond that, last chance, Cisco Live US is coming up June 9th through 13th next week in San Diego. And this is a great conference, great event for Pure Storage. We partner very closely with Cisco as one of our premium premier alliance partners. Uh, we build FlashStack together. And so we will be there talking about all the great things that FlashStack can do to accelerate your development lifecycle, make IT teams more efficient, and ultimately uh, to help you build a better world with data, because that's what we do here at Pure. Um, beyond that, Accelerate. I'm pumping it every time we talk, every time we do an episode. We'd love to see you in September in Austin, September 15th through 18th. Registration is open, sessions hour up, so you can uh, check out what we're going to be talking about. Uh, would love to see you there. And now, Stan and the Pure Report. Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman. And today we are bringing you the orange with Stan Yanitsky, Senior Technical Marketing Engineer. Stan, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Great to have you here. Uh, you're actually one of the first people I met when I came to Pure, so it's nice to actually get you in studio here. Yeah, absolutely. It's you know great to see that you know this program is coming up and getting getting some. Uh, we're we're starting to see a lot of uh, viewership come on. Absolutely, yeah. Listenership, yeah. I guess. Listenership downloads. <laughs> I don't know viewership. Actually, no. Max is uh, is actually working on putting something some of this on YouTube, and we may be maybe maybe going to a sort of camera model on this too. So we'll see. Always fun things going on here yeah. with uh, with the Pure Report. So you're a senior technical marketing engineer. What does that mean for you at Pure? What, what kind of things do you work on? Oh boy. So um, so the way I like to describe it is that I, I'm the bridge between engineering and everybody else, okay. right? So engineering designs products and they don't necessarily uh, do a fantastic job at explaining what they do and how to use them <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Classic so, engineering challenge. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. Uh, if, if I were in office space, I'm the guy that kind of just takes information from the one group of people to the other group of people. So very much, very much overhead, but um, largely just building out the technical content, explaining how things work and bringing everything down to an understandable level in order for everybody to be able to actually use the content, right? Because if you don't understand exactly how to use it, then it's pretty much useless. The product isn't going to gonna do that, which is kind of interesting when you get into pure and the simplicity of it. Absolutely. But. Well, no, but that's great. I mean, articulating what things do, you know, is, is a great translation mechanism, right? Yeah. If you will, from engineering. Um, wh what were you doing prior to Pure? Uh, I was actually a, I was also a TME, but okay. um, I was at, I started at an SSD controller company and my last job was at an SSD company. Okay. So I've been kind of moving my way up the, uh, up the stack, so you will. 
And so I joined Pure on the hardware side, and now I'm way up there in the stack on on uh, Pure One with our monitoring tool. And that's kind of what we're going to hone in on today is a little bit of things around Pure One. We did have a podcast with, uh, you know, with Nick from from the Pure One product management team uh, about four or five months ago. So, folks, if you want to get the basics around everything that we're doing with Pure One, go uh, go look that one up in the episode library. It was really great. About thirty minutes, end to end, all the great goodness that we put into Pure One and how customers value and benefit from that. Um, and I know you're involved in a, a lot of different areas around um, Pure One. I'm always curious, how do, you, how do you guys get feedback? I know we always innovate and there's continuous delivery of new features and really cool things. You know, people come up to me at trade shows and show me the app and I'm, that's always really exciting. But what, how do you guys get, get feedback on what customers or what prospects or what storage users actually want to do. Yeah, the mobile app is uh, at trade shows is one of the biggest hits. It's super it's, cool. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah I love um, it. Especially even at EBCs, we do executive briefings and we have, you know, CIOs come in and they're they're always, as soon as they find out I'm in Pure One, they pull out the mobile app and start talking about how great it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Um, it's a lot of different kind of avenues. There's obviously internally generated um, features and product features that we're working on. Um, that's just internally driven. We talk to a lot of customers. So in executive briefings, um, we have customers come in, we fly them in. And uh, we also talk to the account teams. Account teams will, um, while they're talking to their customers, get feedback and they'll always feed that back to us. And you know, as a monitoring tool, it's an interesting place because, you know, the mantra of pure simplicity, a monitoring tool can get out of hand very quickly. If right. we just show you all of the metrics that we collect from a flash array, I mean, technically we could do that, but it would be 100% useless for yeah. the vast majority of people. So the the idea there is we, we need to figure out what people are actually trying to solve. What are the real problems that are going on? And how do we use the information rather than just flipping it and giving you a list of logs to look at and go figure it out? How do we actually distill everything and boil it down into something that's actionable for the user? And a lot of the conversations that I have with um, the engineering team and account teams are always bringing back to what's the problem that we're trying to solve and how are we actually getting that information to the user in order to be able to make better decisions. Yeah. At some point, it would just become noise, right? If you just had all the logs and exactly, all the different yeah. data points, you know, there's nothing useful that comes out of that. And I guess, you know, the topic for today, we're, we're actually talking about virtualization and specifically um, VM analytics. And I want to get into what we do at Pure around that, but maybe take a step back and just talk about virtualization and VMs in general and how that's kind of evolved over time, in your view, right? I mean, you, you, you know, VMs go way, way back, decades and decades. But, yeah. you know, since you've been involved with them and looking at them, you know, what were they initially conceived to do? And, um, you know, why are we running into problems with them now? Yeah, well, I mean, I think this VMs kind of tie into a personal uh, mantra of mine. I was actually an industrial engineer back in college, and uh, that's all about optimization and efficiency. And that's really where that's that's where VMs kind of came in and, and got really successful is you no longer have to dedicate a full machine to a particular application. You can carve out resources and use them uh, efficiently. You can put multiple workloads on the same, using the same resources and sharing those resources. So um, you don't have uh, as much overhead that you're wasting, which is um, kind of an interesting concept because you could share those resources with numerous different workloads and just everything gets a little bit more 
efficient and you know but but it does get uh, kind of complicated yeah i think probably initially there was uh there were some benefits around resource utilization right i mean if everything was monolithic or bare metal right for the big iron type of things we used to run then you needed a whole bunch of people to do that right and this whole time sharing resource sharing thing made it much easier and reduced the quantity of of people that you needed and we kind of evolved more into uh, you know an application centric approach but it seems now like virtualization is a standard, right? I mean, it, some people refer to it as their operating system yeah. when you get down to it. At the same time, I think we've also seen that, that they've proliferated so much that the initial benefits are actually becoming challenges now, right? You've got so many VMs to deal with. <laughs> exactly. And, and now, um, I mean, even internally, we're struggling with the overhead that we apply to these VMs because it's, it's so easy to just deploy a VM nowadays. And um, how many of those VMs are actually being utilized? How many of those resources that are kind of allocated um, are, are just holding on to resources that could be let go? And um, it also kind of brings into kind of view interesting issues around performance and optimization of that, you know, how, where does the problem actually exist? Because there are so many software layers that you're, you're pathing between, especially in a, you know, a SAN array, uh, you're, you're going to be going through the networking, you're going to be going through the, um, VMware stack, the, you know, the virtualization stack and all that. So um, being able to find out where these issues actually exist is not an easy thing. Right. Because it can be at any layer, right? I mean, anywhere, app all the way, all the way to storage, it's somewhere. Yeah. And so needing that visibility. So go into that to talk about that a little bit more. Like how, how does typical, how do VMs map to storage in general? Like how would that normally be done? Yeah. I mean, so in... The, the way we think about it are in two different kind of aspects. We've got relatively small companies and relatively large companies. Mm -hmm. And there are two different styles of management. Usually at larger companies, you have a specific VMware team that's managing the VMware infrastructure and a separate storage team. And the VMware team has resources to figure out what's going on with the VMware infrastructure and the storage team has resources to, to look at storage. And a lot of times there's it's difficult as with any large company to get information sharing. The VMware team has their own priorities and the storage team has their own priorities and they don't always match up. And right. so it's, it's sometimes a little bit hard to get the information that you need to make a decision right now. And at smaller companies, um, the storage admin and the VMware admin is often the same person, but that means they have hundreds uh, up to hundreds of different tools probably that's a bit of an exaggeration but tens of or it might tools. not be yeah <laughs> yeah i mean um in, in order to try to figure out what the actual problem is um and so you know the the provisioning has become fairly easy you just kind of deploy a vm you've got a clone a template you, you set it up and attach the storage to it it's all virtualized i mean with flash array obviously we have a lot fewer decisions to make yeah. because you don't need to decide any of the raid you don't need to decide an encryption or data reduction and they're all virtualized luns so you don't actually need to know where a particular LUN sits physically on the array. It's all virtual. So you, it's less so you, complicated. It's, it, the, the mapping's done for you. If you exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so it's so much easier to, to 
create one of these and and that's that's the direction that we're going but that's creating a lot of just different things to kind of look at and try to figure out what's going on with well and so back to something we talked about earlier where how do you guys get the the features or the requests from you know account teams or, mm -hmm. or customers this this sounds like one of those cases where people said look all the problems that you just mentioned are hitting small company or big company are hitting us on a daily basis yeah can you do something, particularly in this really cool Pure One, you know, app or, mm -hmm. or functionality that that you have? What can you do to 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 help us with that? And that's where that's where VM Analytics um, comes along. So d describe that for for folks, um, just kind of at a high level, if they haven't looked into VM Analytics and you know what it does or what it's designed to do. Give give us kind of a fifty thousand foot view. Yeah. So. The simplest way I could put it is it's just a map for your topology. And by topology, I mean the connections between uh, a VM, its disks, and the storage array, all the way down through the network and the hosts. So without this map, you're not going to be able to get a lot of information um, in a single UI, right? That's the, that's the main goal of the VM analytics product is it gives you a lot more information than you're used to getting in a single view, which ultimately reduces your mean time to innocence. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is explain that. That's, yeah. that's, so that's provocative, yeah, mean that's time provocative to innocence yeah. or uh, mean time to resolution is the less provocative term. But, uh -huh. um, a lot of times, especially if you're the storage admin, you're always going to get the blame. If an application is performing slowly, the storage admin is going to be blamed and they're going to get called up and said, yeah. the storage is the problem. And a lot of times, especially at larger companies, they don't have the tools necessary to figure out, okay, well, my array is performing fine, and uh, but wh where is this problem actually ex getting you know initiated? Or you spend time solving a problem that's not actually there. Exactly. So you waste time yeah. right, doing and, something. And so what we're doing here is providing you a tool that can give you a view of your entire path that, the, that an I.O. takes from the array to the disk all the way, uh, including the host and that. I.O., latency, bandwidth, I mean, all exactly. those metric oriented, but up the stack too, not yeah. just not just necessarily at one level. Exactly. And that's that's where the value really comes in is just being able to see everything in one uh, kind of view. Uh, like I said, just like a map, it gives you the ability to identify where something is originating, whether it's an issue or, you know, a lot of our customers are just even finding value in simply having the map view. They're not mm. even looking at the metrics that we're looking at yet. Just seeing which disks are connected What's to connected which where VM and is which a, volume. Yeah, is a benefit right there without even having any of the any of the performance data. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I've I've uh, I keep going back to the EBCs that we talked right, to. Right. At one point I um, kind of presented one and I showed the view where I clicked on a VM and it just highlights the path and shows you what volume and array it's on. And the guy there just said, okay, you can stop talking right now because I'm sold. <laughs> I'm right? done. Yeah. I'm done. Well, and it replaces, I mean, sometimes you walk through hallways at companies and there's whiteboards and you've got these really big elaborate mappings of, you know, systems with, with ID names and these big paths going out. What a great thing if you can just, you know, pull up a screen and it's there for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. 
awesome. Let's let's roll through some of the the functionalities. And I, I kind of pulled this from you know from the website data sheet. Yeah. So you know if I, I didn't get it right, let me know or fix it. But um, things that you can do with VM Analytics. So um, viewing metrics by node, pretty so, straightforward. Um, yeah. So node, we we use that just to refer to one of the objects that we can show. So okay. we show disks, VMs, hosts, data stores, volumes, and arrays. Um, and for each one of those, you'll get a list of metrics. So for every one of those, you get latency IOPS bandwidth. Um, for VMs and for hosts, you also get your CPU and memory utilization. Okay. Um, and so you can choose which metric you're showing. You can kind of sort on any of those in order to see, um, you know, what's my highest latency VM or what's my highest IOPS VM. Or you could go the other way, and um, the value there is lowest IOPS VMs. These are VMs that haven't been doing anything. And so there you go. You can you can find VMs that haven't done a lot of work in the past you know, X amount of time up to a week. And, uh, you know, if, if they haven't done anything in the past week, then maybe those are resources that you can reclaim and, mm -hmm. and kind of get back to the whole, uh, optimization of resources. Yeah. Shutting those things down. If they're, if nobody's going to be, is going to be using them and that covers, I guess, what's connected to a node. We just kind of went through that where you get to see the paths and, and what's connected on What about filtering? Is that what you just described with the ability to see, you know, inside or is that something different? Yeah. So we have a couple different ways of filtering. So um, when I mentioned you, you can click on a node, right? And um, when you click on a node, what it'll do is it'll highlight the path, uh, whatever's connected to that. So if I click on a VM, it'll highlight the disks that are connected, the host that it's on, the data store that it's on, the volume and the array that it's on. And so it'll highlight that and draw that visually so you can see exactly what the path the I.O. takes, what the resources that you're using for that particular VM. Um, and so there's a button where you can just filter down to just that path. That way okay. you can focus in on uh, not seeing everything else. And this is exactly what I'm looking at. Right. And it gives you the ability to just clear out the clutter, um, which is a pretty nice way to do it. And then you can actually filter each one of the columns on uh, on the name and the folder path that it's in. So if you're looking at just a particular folder that a VM is in, you could just type that into the, the filter bar at the top, and then it'll only show you VMs that are in that folder. So it's a, an easier way to find what you're looking for if okay. you're looking for something in particular. Okay. No, very cool. Yeah. And it's, again, I'm, I'm, I appreciate you going through and describing this in the vivid detail you're doing because, again, a podcast, this is normally something we look at in a screen when yeah. we're describing it. So uh, it's great to have that sort of color commentary behind that. Um, the last one I had was... Um, was on um, I have graphic, I think graphing, right? I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be just the ability to graph out everything over a period of time. Yeah, yeah. So if you you can select any one of the nodes, I think you can select up to a certain number of them. I don't quite remember exactly how many, but um, it's it's a reasonable amount, and you'll be able to graph the. Um, it'll populate the graphs on the left, um, and the reason we did that um, there's there's a kind of a tooltip portion in the top left, and below that are the graphs, because if we had an actual tooltip where um, it's, it's just right next to the mouse, it would cover some of the topology. Mm. And so we actually move the tooltip to be in a static area and it'll get updated whenever you mouse over uh, any of these nodes. Um, specifically so it doesn't cover up the topology, but it also gives you the ability to kind of see a lot more information because the tooltip, quote unquote, can be a bit bigger and more detailed than uh, what it would typically be. Um, but then in the graphs, what you could do um, and the real use case that we, we kind of focus on, let's say we're doing latency troubleshooting. Um, you can sort on latency, find out which VM 
uh, it has the highest latency. You select that VM uh, and you click the checkbox to populate the graphs and you can see where uh, the spike specifically happened. And in Pure One, we have a functionality where you can click and drag on any of the graphs and it'll zoom in on that time window. But in VM Analytics, what that actually does is it'll change the entire topology to be focused on the metrics from that particular time window. So you can start by looking at 24 hours or even a week's worth of data. And what you'll be able to do is you can find that spike, zoom in on that spike. So you start wide, mm -hmm. find the problem VM, figure out exactly when that problem happened. And then you could clear those filters that you applied and look back at your whole entire environment and see if that caused any ripple effects in the rest of it. And so you can, um, again, start wide, zoom in on exactly where the problem is. And we've actually had customers that have figured out problems where a particular VM was causing latency issues for other VMs, right? The noisy neighbor Right, issue. noisy impact, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm glad you went there because that was going to be my next question. Number one, really cool how you're empowering multiple roles, right, in the organization here, right, to have this visibility. But two, are there some interesting things that have come out of this, right, as folks have started using this uh, over the last six months or so, like, what have they discovered? Besides that one, that one's a great one. Like, yeah, some <laughs> VM that's just bogging down other parts of the system or other VMs. Mm -hmm. Any other interesting kind of things that come to mind that, 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 have, that customers have said, oh, we were able to solve this. That's really cool. Honestly, the most interesting things are the really stupid, simple stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I've had, Isn't that always how it is, though? Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of customers, you know, I've talked to the account teams and, and seeing, um, you know, information come back. And a lot of times the customers are just looking at the topology and seeing, wow, this VM has way too many disks attached. This is a problem. I need to fix it. And just moving those disks, consolidating things, and making their environment look how they expect it mm. to look. And so that that's a really cool use case because, again, it's the simplest thing. You don't yeah. even need metrics. It's just showing you that map, and that's creating a ton of value. That's basic, yeah. Um, and then there's uh, a couple other, like in uh, POCs. Um, and I'm not going to mention any competitors because I don't think we're, we're in that yeah, zone. We don't need right to mention now, competitors. Yeah. <laughs> we also need to mention customer names, but yeah, 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 certainly interesting in a POC to say what happened. Yeah. You can talk generically about what happened with yeah, the, so, the competing So we had products. a customer that put a flash array and a competing array into the same uh, cluster. And so what they did was they took a VM, put a workload on it, and they cloned that VM and put it on the competitor's array. And the, um, the, the specific quote was, um, originally we thought the other array was good enough, mm -hmm. uh, but using VM analytics, we were able to see that the other array wasn't even good. Yeah, and so that's—I mean, like that's awesome. It's a great and testament that, to what you guys yeah, have done. Yeah, seeing that win report and um, having that—it's um, a very interesting use case where um, being able to compare what a flash array is doing to what a different array is doing, just right there in the view, you could clearly see the difference when you have something that's designed specifically from the ground up for Flash to be able to yeah. use this specific media versus something that's kind of been, you know, we talk about the retrofit and all right, that kind right. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you're 
literally seeing the effects of that right there in front of you. So that's that's a fantastic. So we see case. this used as a POC tool in some cases as well, yeah, right? To do a side by side compare mm -hmm. or of one or multiple competing arrays. Yeah. So Very the powerful. only the only kind of caveat around yeah. that is we don't collect information from the arrays. So yes. um, we don't have the metrics on the array. You can only see the effect of the array on the VM. I see the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, but you it does give you a good comparison and we've actually had prospects use it in an environment where they didn't even have a pure array and so that's really cool because um, it allows people to uh, you know try out the tool you know in a software only without having to deploy any mm -hmm. hardware in their environment and so it's a much lighter lift to be able to just try out what Pure has to offer. And that's what I was going to ask you next, which is, you know, this sounds like something that's just for Pure customers, but you're yeah. just confirming for us yeah. that, that you know, prospects or anyone that's interested can uh, can try this out to see the value, see how it would work for them in uh, in their environment. Um, how would you go about that? How does, how does yeah. that how does that work? I can say I jumped the gun on that one. That's all right. No, that's good. <laughs> um, that's good. We were going to get there yeah. eventually, right? The way, you, the way you get to it is the same way anybody uh, gets to it. So this is available to all of our customers, right? Any any of our customers has access to Pure One. Um, just reach out to your account team, and they could get you set up. Okay. And it's the exact same way for a prospect. You can reach out to your account team, and they know how to set up a Pure One account. And at that point, you'll I mean you'll have an empty Pure One account, right. so you you don't have any flash array or flash blades that you could be monitoring. But you will have uh, the ability to access the VM Analytics Collector, and so you could download that, deploy it. It's it's super low resource, super low utilization, um, super simple to set up. All you need to do is give it a username and password for a vCenter. And we specifically ask that you create a read-only user for okay. this specific use case. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, make sure that you can just make sure, you know, around the security aspect right. of it. We yeah. don't we don't want your root credentials. Yes, <laughs> of course. Never, never. Um, so, yeah, read only is perfectly fine. And in fact, we insist on it. But ultimately, what you do after that, actually, one of the benefits of doing that is um, you can use your RBAC in uh, vSphere and control which VMs that collector user can see. And those are the only VMs that we will collect. So if you have a top secret project that you're working on um, and you don't want that information to be phoned home for whatever reason, um, you could simply just exclude that from that user and we will never be able to see that information, right? Okay, so role-based access control will take care of that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. right okay. right in VMware. So you okay. have access to that. Awesome. And any roles, you know, that want to try this out? How long, how long is, I mean, is there a duration on this or um, just? Not specifically, okay. it's, it's really just kind of a... Uh, um, you know, we're, we're giving you the amount of time to use it that you need to figure it out. There's no um, generally at, at Pure, as I understand it, POCs. You know, take there's a, there's a time limit, but if you need to do extra testing or if something happened and you couldn't get to it, then we'll work with you in order to figure it out. And same with this. You know, we we ask that it's a reasonable amount of time. Um, we will shut down accounts that haven't been using it in a long amount of time, okay. probably a month or so. Yeah, yeah. But ideally, the, the whole point is that um, you're trying it out. You're trying to play around with it. This is your presumably your first kind of experience with a pure storage product. And we want to make sure you have a good experience 
experience with that. Awesome. Well, it's a great invite for everybody listening here. If that piqued your interest and you want to check out VM Analytics, that's how you go. Uh, that's how you go about it. Um, for folks that want to get more information, um, Stan, where where should we send them? I know PureStorage.com. Do we have a we have a VM Analytics? page up on there? Yeah, absolutely. So you just go through products. I think it's um, under the Pure One section. Okay. Um, but we also have a couple blog posts around VM Analytics, and um, there's a demo online that you'll be able to access if you search VM Analytics in um, the blog. Uh, that'll, that'll be there. It's on YouTube. It should be available for anybody to look at. Um, and so that'll give you a pretty good overview of what you can do with VM Analytics. It's just short, I think, five to 10 minute demo. That's that's yeah. yeah easily viewable. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad you mentioned the demo because I forgot to put that in my notes to uh, bring <laughs> up. So you did a, you did a great service on that one. Cause I have seen that. That is a great demo. Hey Stan, thanks for coming in. This was yeah, uh, this was a blast, super informative stuff yeah, thanks around, for uh, around what we're doing. We're gonna have to get you back in here again. Um, so thanks everybody for listening as usual. Thanks for, uh, for your downloads. Uh, for talking to colleagues and sharing the show. Um, quick plug, please do come see us at Accelerate in September, where you can see things like VM analytics and other great announcements around products and technologies and things that uh, we know will add value to your business. Uh, so come see us in Austin, September 15th through the 18th. And uh, for more on Pure One, as Sam said, go to purestorage.com, go into products, click on Pure One. And uh, you can see everything about Pier 1 and then click through to uh, VM Analytics. So with that, we will go ahead and wrap. Thanks, everybody, for Pure Storage and Stan Yanitsky. This is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. <laughs>